country, not much, but Lakeshake is just it. You guys can sneak in. I've snuck in every year, but you can only sneak in Sundays. I'm not a country guy, so. I hate country, know, but I went. Like, I don't know if I want to sneak in for horses in Wait, the back. hold up, no. hold up. No, Lake Shake is so fun. I hate country. Okay. We're, we're going, so okay. we're live. All right, so <gasps> I'd like to welcome our friend Sydney Claps to the podcast. Yeah, welcome. We're in a new spot, so. Yes, um, my mom's office. So, Sydney, wait, make sure Josh is in the shot. Yeah, we're good. We're decent? Okay, yeah, we're on the top. We're good, we're good. All right, so, welcome to the podcast. We're in a new spot, and, dude, this is a good location. It is. Josh, Josh's mom clutched us with the, uh, the office. How did you ask your mom for yeah. this? Uh, she offered it, so I was like, hey, I'm having two friends over to record a podcast, and she was like, you want to go to my office? And I was, like, about to roast the idea. Cause like I do that automatically. Yeah, dude. And then and but so I was like, and then I was like, you know, that's a great idea. Thank you. You're a genius. You're smarter than me. I love you forever. Um, that's that's beautiful. It was. And then we hugged, and you know, it was just a really life changing moment right there. I'm just kidding. None of that happened. But <laughs> she did clutch the spot. And um, the funny thing was, we were talking about doing the car podcast right before this. Yeah. You know, and how that's like the perfect place to do it moving yeah. forward. That's a good spot. But this is like this is good too. Dope. Anyway, Sydney, welcome. Thank you. You're like the only person we've been able to get on this. Um, Jacob recently. recently. Yeah, recently. Who have you been trying to get that hasn't come on? I'm not gonna say names. No, we're not gonna call anyone out. We'll talk off yet. Okay. Um, but we called you here because you're someone who we see as extremely motivated. Thank you. And also pretty damn successful Thank so you. far. You've made some pretty big plays. Right. Talk talk about what what's your mo? What describe Sydney? My mo for people who don't know you. Um, I have an internal drive, and I don't even know what it's driving for. Does that even make sense? Yeah. No. It's like I feel like like if I get into something, whether it's a business thing, a running thing, a fitness thing, a makeup thing, a hair thing. I will go full send and put all my body's efforts into it until the point where I can say. Right, so sometimes to a fault. Right? Yeah, last year I would have to miss school once a month because I'd be so sleep deprived. Anything like my parents would say to me, I was just great. Yeah. Like my dad's like, what do you want for dinner? And I didn't know what I wanted. I started crying and my parents were so confused. They had to call me out of school. They were like, oh no. Or like last week, because I've been training for cycling. I've been cycling, I've been doing two workouts a day because I started rock climbing as well. Hey. Yeah, and I'm doing like kind of competitive rock climbing and I'm nice. also tra- training to become a cycling instructor. Bouldering or like uh, where you're you're strapped in? You're, you strapped can... in. Okay. And I've been doing like two workouts a day and they're like hard workouts. So I got really sick because my and I haven't been sleeping. Because uh-huh. I also work. That's, that is a full send. Dude, but s- being sleep deprived is not the move. That's no. why I didn't cycle today and I slept. Good. Good. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Honestly. Very nice. But Very I don't nice. even know how to describe it. Like, if I want something, I will put all my efforts in it to get it. No oh, sorry. Right, wait, wait. Secret time. Can I just go yeah. full send? Honestly. Full send. Freshman year, we were th- uh, like both of us. We were talking about like what we wanted to do in ten years, twenty years, right? And you were back then talking about business, right? And when you first brought it up, I was like, bruh. It just no way. There's no right. way. Because I didn't think that you had like any kind of vision for it. 
I thought you were just vaguely just saying what all the Instagram yeah. influencers were saying at the time. Oh my goodness, was I wrong. Like, yeah. and then every following successive year after after freshman year, you yeah. just, you went full send. You've made some, I mean, you invested yourself into the business program at the school and, and just dived into everything. I was, you know, and then it, that actually motivated me to, to get off my ass and do some things. Wow. So like, like, what what started it for you? Do you want to know one thing that I think is interesting? A lot of, I'm very energetic, and I'm very bubbly, and no. I like to think I'm funny and goofy. And because I have those aspects, when I try and be serious or talk about anything business or school related, people either think, one, it's crap, mm -hmm. or they think I'm confused. Right. Or they're just like, Yeah, I don't think people, I think you're just on a different, like, frequency. It's true. No, people, people are age, right. like, they just don't want to... They don't assimilate bubbly in yeah. business. Oh, right? I mean, yeah. So, and then, like, there also might be an intimidation factor in there. Maybe. Like, some people are like, this girl is whack because internally I think it, that makes them feel better that they're not doing as much as you. Like, mm -hmm. like you were saying, you were telling me, like, some people were, like, what, telling you, like, they didn't, uh, they didn't think you were doing much. Oh, yeah. One of my friends was like, what are you even doing to be stressed about? And I and that kind of wow. offended me as like one of my friends because I was like, "You of all people should know what yeah. I'm doing." Right. Even though I don't talk about it as much, like I talk <laughs> about things. I talk about the things that are interesting that my friends can understand. <laughs> like, I want to be a cycling instructor, or I want to run a marathon. I think the underlying issue with that um, little instance was that people think that when you're not doing stuff, like that directly correlates with school and like getting into college yeah. or being sure. active in your extracurriculars at school, like, it, it, it means you're not doing anything of value mm -hmm. or, like, worth your while or that's going to help you in life. Sure. Absolutely. When people think of a grind, they think of just someone nonstop all night, and because I do take time to hang out with my friends, they're like, oh, so she's not trying that hard. Yeah. Right. And then I'm like, no, it's called balance. Balance. The w balance is something I just accepted into my life. Just now. Yeah, like... I still haven't accepted it. Funny, I was watching another, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah you got to get to, I've noticed, like, I, I think you and I used to work a lot in the same ways, like, like specifically, like, I'm thinking about over summer when I was vlogging all the time and, like, staying up late and getting up early, and I, I didn't even have time to work out because I was so focused on making vlogs, and then I just burned out from it, and then I didn't realize that the problem was that I was overworking myself, and I think, I feel like you'll get to a point where you're, like, going to have to, like, just find time to rest, find time to be like, even though I want to work hard right now, I know I need to chill. And like, yeah. it's not, like, I'm not going to want to work hard tomorrow if I work too hard sure. today. Like, and then there, there's not going to be these extreme highs and extreme lows. It's going to be more like very balanced, like yeah. linear progression, sure. not like spiky. True. Right. I had, did you guys go to your counselor meeting? No. When? Wait, so there's like graduation counselor meeting? No. My counselor refuses to see me. I'm like, hey, let's chat. She's like, <laughs> She's like, no, I'm not interested. Um, no, so I went to go see my I uh, went to go see my counselor. One of the things he's been helping me with, like managing the amount of school I've been missing. So I miss a lot of school because yeah. like auditions and stuff. So I, and I leave early. I miss three periods out of the day every day. Um, so I have a super short day. He helps me with that. Yeah. Uh, he's got my back. And so he asked me, what are the three things, or the three most important things you've learned that you've gathered from what you've been doing this year and the last few years? 
because um, it's been really challenging. Um, and I said, in context, I said like basically endurance, um, being you know authentic, being yourself in even though you're you're an actor, and then also um, reciprocating the support that you receive from your loved ones and the people who do support you because you can't get anywhere without um, other people supporting yeah, you. No. So now I want to give that question to you guys um, for your respective crafts and what you're working on um, because we're about to go to college and from what I can tell both of you guys are going to carry on what you've been working on into the next few years. Mm -hmm. So what are the three things you've learned from the high school era that are going to help propel you into the college era? You want to go first? Sure. Um... Three things I've learned is that... Number one. Okay, number one. Age doesn't matter. And nice. that age is arbitrary. Because, by the way, if I have a phone interview with someone and I tell them all that I've done, they assume I'm in college. Fair. But then, when they meet me, they get really shocked. And then, but the same thing, like, whatever age you want to do something, like, when I ran the marathon... I was the youngest person this year that ran the track mm -hmm. marathon, which I thought was really cool. That's but then, so dope. That is pretty cool. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. There were old people. Like, when I mean old, like, crinkle. Wait, wait a minute. Age, age doesn't matter. But age doesn't matter. Like, that's the same race, and that's a very, in my opinion, respectable race that's like a lifetime accomplishment. Mm -hmm. And there was like sure young of the young to the old of the old. And I think it even has to do with business or anything. Like, your age doesn't matter. And like business can even be like, I don't know, selling something, Literally. crayons or whatever. Literally. Like as long as you're doing something that makes you happy and you're making some money and having some fun, like that's a business. Yeah, I want to go on a tangent off that because, um, like, I think something that people do to kids like us that are our age, um, they like want to take advantage of you almost. Like, I had an instance. I had an instance this week. Where, like, um, I was do gonna do something that should have been professional, but the guy, like, wasn't very good at communicating with me, and I, it ended up not being, like, a paid gig, and then he ended up kind of ripping me off. And it's like, the reason I bring this up is because, like, I was taking photos for our local newspaper, and then. Um, that, wait, pause. That's wrong. Yeah, it is, but, like, that's the huge. whole. It's, it's like a disappointing thing because, like, the guy who was in contact with me, didn't tell me that it was not gonna be a paid gig, and then he ended up not using my pictures sure. in an actual newspaper, he just made an online gallery. Mm -hmm. and using your content? Yeah, and... Get lawyers involved. I mean, it's just like, I I haven't seen the other ladies' pictures, but yeah. I just, it's like, the stuff I was taking is good. I'm, why are you like doing that to me because I'm in high school? Like, I took really good pictures for you. I went to a networking event on Tuesday, and the panel was all just telling kids, and the kids in the audience, I was looking at them, and I'm like, they, I don't even know why they're here. And then they're asking the most educated and valid questions I couldn't even come up with. And then all the panelists were saying, he's like, it doesn't matter your age, start your business now, get some money from mom and dad and your friends. But then I asked the question, I'm like, how do you expect us to start now when none of the adult entrepreneurs take us seriously to partner or help us or they, no, come or they won't pay us but then I've done so many jobs for years I've developed websites I've made blogs I've developed online networks sure. through apps without and, and money is that what you do like wait what, what exactly is your main business because I, I actually don't know I, I don't even this. know myself I think you just 
are an opportunity taker and yes. you're as Mr. H would say opportunity drunken you just like anything that can promote your resume which I'm not, this is not an insult this no. is like honestly a positive thing yeah to a degree I think sometimes it's to your fault but you just take opportunities and you kill them sure so how do you how do you make money how do I make money or how, how have you made money how if have you, I made money I'm, I'm just money. curious no how have I made money is I've been like employed since I was 12 years old yeah oh so, okay gotcha so you're a worker you're I currently right now I security guard at the park district of river forest I'm a groundskeeper at the ROTC I babysit I do makeup for people professionally that I make yeah. money from um, That's rough. I have an internship this summer at a woman in business co-working event and co-working space called Evolve Her. I'm going to be doing digital media marketing. Heard about, okay. Public relations. That's insanely cool. Um, the list goes on. I'm yeah. going to start teaching okay. cycling. So I, I, don't know, I don't know much about business, but from what you just said, I think that that predicts a massively successful career. Just because like, you've involved yourself in so many different uh, niches and different uh, you know, lines of employment. That is so cool. You got your priorities straight, you know? And did, it's, did you do any of that in school? Like my businesses? Like, yeah, like, it, what, aside from Husky Community Network, like, most of that stuff was out of school. Yes, but I believe that I can make money during school because how I, I built my resume during school, I did all my college applications during school. During your business classes? No, just, like, throughout the day. Like, I just opened my computer and, like, felt like one thing I do, which I, which take advantage of my time, like if I'm like in the middle of a grind or something, like I finish my online class in one school day. Not just like, I would open my computer during classes and go like type, type, type. And like, I would just do that. Like I developed a website for a business I'm starting literally just in a school day. What, and what's then the business? It's called Makeup Caterer. Nice. And I'm gonna be the middleman and platform. So what happens is if anyone wants a beauty service or product, mm -hmm. They, at their price point and at their location, they go on my website and can order it. And what makes us unique is at your price point, yeah. and it can be delivered to any location, and as well as it can be an opportunity for any artist to market themselves at any age point and at any price point yeah. to have better experience and make money and brand themselves. Man, so cool. Yeah. I really hope you don't get cynical. You know what I mean? Because you've just got this, like, such a just a positive like like actually like i can accomplish anything I, yeah. would you agree with that yeah that i mean you're just unstoppable so it's like just like just keep it but like, please, why would please anyone don't get cynical why like i feel like when everyone walks into a room they should feel like they shine the brightest even if they're not you should have the confidence like you shine the brightest and like even if you don't think like like um, you're the chosen one you should feel like you're the chosen one and Everything. I think I'm the chosen one. I'm not afraid to say it. I think I am God's gift to this earth. I think I'm the chosen we, one. We do. So, Gee, but okay. like not even like with I'm looks. In the room with two because, chosen ones. But it's okay. But you it's not. Think you're the it chosen doesn't one. even think like like sometimes I get checked and my mom's like you're egotistical, but I'm egotistical in my abilities. Like if it has to come to like like everyone has their insecurities. I have my insecurities for sure. Oh, yeah. But like that's just all it takes. You just have to think like. I can do anything, especially in this day and age. This, I have more power in this than our parents have had and our grandparents have had for generations. I was able, I can check my website stats on my phone. That's school. true. I, can, yeah. I made a brand on Instagram of myself and even though I'm not like trying to be an Instagram model, I have a brand. People look me up and they can only see what I choose of them to see. That's facts. Wow. You know? Thanks. All right, that's, go off. 
I believe is the so, like, All right, podcast is over. Yeah. But, like, Thanks, guys. You should um, feel like you shine. Like, when you walk into an audition, like, don't look at other people and be like, an audition. Oh, sorry. Like, like you shouldn't okay. look at other people and be like, oh, wow, like, he's so much bigger or stronger than me. He's so much talented than me. Because I do that. I'm like, that girl's so much prettier than me. Or, like, wow. they're so much more fit than me. You are you, and that's what people will want. And whatever this makes you great. you, you need to go forefront on that and don't compare yourself to others and try and be like them because then everyone's the same. That's why there are songs called LA Hoes because all the LA Hoes are the same because they all just want to get hoed. Wow. Man, that was awesome. Hope no one takes that the wrong way. Yeah, you might offend the LA Hoes with that one. Yeah. That's gonna be okay. I wanted You're to okay with low that? key because I went to LA for spring break. The food was so good. <laughs> I have no issue. What's the best food in LA? I don't know. Then you have coffee. Right? Okay, but here's the thing though. Australian coffee. You've off- been to Australia? I've lived in Australia. Ages four to seven. That's kind mm. of before I ever had coffee. But then I went back. Alright. Alright, <laughs> chosen one. Get the fuck out of here. No. Hey, sorry. I didn't live in Australia. So yeah, that's right. No, I'm just kidding. I, I might be the chosen one, but I went, have had Australia. I went back this winter. It's like if you took LA, expanded it to the size of a continent, and then made it like like sort of like jungle y. It's like well, like way more like wildlife. I like things about LA that no one thinks about. I Went to Soul Cycle a lot in LA, which is basic, but it's you have to go to Soul Cycle. Like why? You, like it's so fun. It makes work. You. It's not like you're biking because I hate biking, but like when you go to Soul Cycle or Cycle Bar in Oak Park, you are in the dark. There's a candles around the instructor like a whole cult, and you're dancing on the bike to like real bops, like remixes of like your favorite songs, and the whole class is dancing with you, and the instructor's like. Hey, 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 and then you get on weight and you start punching the sky while biking. Like, it's so fun. That sounds lit. <laughs> and then you burn 700 to 1,000 like calories per class. And then also, like, the bathrooms make you look really skinny. So, like, you feel good. They got the mirrors yeah. adjusted the right but, way. But um, in LA, because I would walk everywhere, because we only had a rental car and I'm a 25, so I can't drive one. I loved how beautiful the streets were. Like, they were so clean and empty because everyone's driving. Are, so, are you, are you bound for LA? No. You're not? No. New York. I'm living in New York. New York. So fashion. Maybe. I would... I just, when I hear New York, I just think fashion. If, um, like, I'm really into this makeup company called Glossier. I'm really inspired by the CEO, Emily Weiss. I really like their brand. I really like their motives. But it's a really cool fashion company. And if I was able to take a product that someone else made and bring it into the market into a positive and public way... Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I would still do it. In New York City, imagine if I got to do, imagine someone comes up to you and they're like, New York Fashion Week is in two weeks. How are we going to get celebrities to post something and how do we want them to post something in a way that makes other people want to come? Like that's just a cool project. And you think you could do that? Is that something you would do? I would do that. I tell yeah, that's, that's a real thing though, isn't it? People really do need that. Or like, I just made a new makeup product. How do I bring this into the market in a compelling way that right. sets us apart from every, every other one? Have you have you seen Shameless, the show? I've not. You've not. There's a part where Fiona, one of the main characters, becomes an event promoter. You could be like, like, an event promoter, but like ten levels up from that. Have you seen Sex in the City? I have not. Well, 
I tried to make my boyfriend watch it with me, and he hated it. And then his mom yeah. saw it, and she's like, why are you making my son watch this? Yeah. But Samantha... Programming. It's such great programming. Um, Samantha does public relations for, like, events, and she just makes parties for companies and makes them kick ass. So people are like, oh my gosh, this stuck-up company can really throw down, and all the cool celebrities are here. Like, that's cool. Like, mm -hmm. imagine having a stuck-up company like Morgan Stanley, and you're, and, but then, and you could figure out a way to bring them to the market to a compelling way to young people by having a party and having a big event that that's, promotes their new something. Like, that's interesting, and that's creating a bigger market for their company now. I have two questions for you. Yeah. One, well, we'll start off with this. Who, who, who is your biggest, like, entrepreneurial inspiration? Okay. Thanks. Who do you, like, I want you to answer you, that as well. But, but can we make it craft specific? Yeah. So like, I'll, I'll give an answer so you kind of, to like, to guide the conversation a little bit. So, obviously Casey Neistat has to be inspired me to start mm -hmm. making YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, probably him. Fair. Alright. I, ever since the fourth grade, I have been inspired by Steve Jobs. I mm. think wow. he is one of the most talented gifted and innovative people that are things have ever made. He's changed our lives. Steve, yeah. We have so many Apple devices. Steve Jobs is like, um, to me, it's like Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, Nikola Tesla, Albert Einstein, Isaac Newton are like, they're all on the same level to me. Like, I don't they think people changed. realize that. They're nuts. Steve Jobs is nuts. I am so inspired. I'm inspired by my mom, but like, no one really knows her. She's not a big name. But yes, my mom, what are you talking about? Lori Kravitz. Lori Kravitz is a big name. I right. am obsessed with her. She inspires me daily. Also, Emily Weiss, the CEO and founder of Glossier. She was just like me. She was young. And she was just an opportunity taker who's been hustling since yeah. she was young. She started babysitting for this family just because she wanted to get to know the parents because they worked for Ralph Lauren. Mm. And then she got a job at Ralph Lauren, which led to a job at Vogue, which led to her becoming a journalist for Vogue which led her to starting her own blog called Into the Gloss, which led her to starting her own company called Glossier. And now she just made a billion dollars. So is that kind of like what you're emulating? Like, are you kind of like, I don't want to say copying, but like being inspired by her process of getting to like point B? Because like, it, to me, that sounds just like you. Like, I know- like, I'm so inspired by yeah. her. Like everything about her, I read her blog religiously even though it's nothing about business, it's literally about putting on mascara, but I'm like, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, um, I'm so inspired by her. If I could copy her, I want to work for her. I plan on working for her, and what I want to do is, I want to build myself up in the business world. Hopefully I want to work for her, but not as like a retailist, because anyone can do retail anywhere, and that's just experience which mm -hmm. you need to have. If you don't think you need job experience, you really do need job experience, even if it's dumb job experience, because that proves that you could be an employee, it proves that you're impactable, and it proves that you can be told what to do. Fair and it proves that you don't have an ego. But I don't want to do retail for her. I currently groundskeep. I think that's as humble as it gets, and insecurity <laughs> guard. It's what Hagrid does. <laughs> Basically. You're Hagrid. I am Hagrid. Um, I want to do marketing for her, and I want to study her. I want to build myself up in the business world where I am so smart, where I can make something myself. Like I want to build myself up and learn everything I can learn through school, through experience, and then do it like big time. Like not like the small stuff I do now, where it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, like.
like that's so cool like wow you're 18 you're doing stuff i want it to like actually mean shit like i want the new york times i want to be on the cover do you write do you write at i all? used to have a blog and i did write a book which i did finish and you it's wrote 200 a book. it is 250 pages I, I forgot entirely about that you wrote you knew about this yeah you wrote a book, I wrote a book. What's, the, what's the title remember of the why you started Reme wow that's like because a, you need to remember why you start everything why did i start that's working? a book you should publish like once you do some big shit, like... But I was rereading because I went to NYU to study journalism this summer, mm -hmm. and I came back with so much education. While training for a marathon, might I add. While training for a marathon, wow. taking college yeah. courses, which is why I can graduate in two and a half years. Mm -hmm. And, um... So you're going to walk out with a bachelor's degree in half the time. Correct. I'm going to get it done in two years. And then I want a company to pay for my graduate school. Nice. Because only 10% of all healthcare insurances, Medicare insurances, and, um... Schooling that companies give out, only 10% of it is taken. I'll mm -hmm. take the other 90%. I don't care. But, um, <laughs> no biggie. Yeah. No biggie. Um, Easy money. I don't even know what I was saying. Oh, I got back from NYU. They made me cry daily. This professor, I was in a graduate class by accident. Not, this is pre-college, which meant, it was like, yes, you're getting college credit, but it's like meant for high school kids. Yeah. I was in a graduate level journalism course. They put me in it on accident. So this professor in front of the classroom would, rip up my articles and be like, you're garbage, you don't know what you're doing. I would go home and cry, I cried to my mom, I yeah, cried to the counselor yeah. there. But I got back and my writing's now phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. So I th my, finished my book before I left and I was rereading it and I was like, this is so ass. Yeah. So That's like, I don't want to publish it now. But I, the work is there and like, the overall yeah. goal is there. You but can always, yeah, you, but you can always revise it. Well, right? yeah, sometimes I, it's amazing. the first documentary I ever wanted to make, Josh was pretty much on my side the whole time was like oh, yeah. me document. It's very, it's almost the exact same story. It's, it was me documenting, like me training for baseball, and like it was gonna be this whole like big YouTube video. It was gonna be my first video I ever put out, and then I scrapped. We it had and such big plans for that. Yeah, I, it was gonna in my head. It was gonna go viral. It was gonna be my big break. And yeah, I was like. You know what 16. I see with your YouTube channel, which I think would be really cool if people would want to see, yeah. like a journey YouTube. That's like, exactly what. Having like a what. I want him to film my marathon training and like like make journey YouTube channels like have like a story to tell with each video like someone did this and you filmed it like, all like 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 have you ever seen Vice yeah like those. like make little documentaries yeah, yeah, yeah. just like that right that's what I would, I like I would love to start a company like that like a media company a production company yeah, yeah. like I that's kind of what I want. I mean, that's, company now that's to be, Thuzi, right? That, that's what Thuzi will be. Like, right now, it's nothing, really. It's just, like, it's just whatever I can get paid for or maybe not paid for to, like, make videos for clients, like, or take sure. pictures. Of. So I want you to watch the video when you get home, and it's called, like, Training for a Marathon in 8 Weeks or 10 Weeks. I forget. You're supposed to train for a marathon in 12 to 16. Mm -hmm. And it is this girl who's, like, terrible at running, and it's on BuzzFeed, and that video inspired me to run a marathon. It was that video. It was that video. See, this is the thing. And I want you to film that for me. I would see that. I probably wouldn't be inspired to run a marathon, but like I might see a video about like a power lifter and be like, okay, I want to go do a power yeah. lifting competition. Sure. And then I power lift for a couple of months and then I'm like, ah, this isn't for me. Mm. The go, like, especially if I was going to like go to NYU for seven weeks, like, right. I don't get how you train for a marathon while you're crying every day because your teacher is so hard on you. Yeah. And like, learning how to write. Class. Literally learning how to write the English language like properly and then come back, run the Chicago Marathon, you're the youngest person to run the Chicago Marathon. Like 
beat your time. Like, for no reason. Just, just kind of like to flex on society, I feel like. Do you know why I took journalism? Why? This is something I discovered from Malcolm Gladwell, one of my favorite authors. And nice. Good one. you should always be challenged in a way that you've never been challenged before. Like, if you are a dancer, and all you do is dance all day, and like, you're in college, you're just taking dancing all day, and you call your mom, she's like, how's school? Is it challenging? And you're like, no, I love it. You shouldn't love everything in your life. And that sounds weird, but you should be challenged. Like, a dancer should take coding, and that coding is going to set you apart from all the other dancers. You can code your own website now and promote your dancing. You're a step ahead of all the other dancers. I know business, at least I think I do for a high schooler, and that's all I focused on last year was just business, business, business. I would stay in the business room all day. And I was like, I've always hated writing. I was in emergency support up until freshman year. And really? I was, yes. And I said, fuck it. I'm going to take college-level writing. And I took two writing courses, mm-hmm. and I challenged myself. But now I can write confidently, quickly, and I get A's on all my papers in AP English. Really? Yeah. Do you use Grammarly? I do not. It kind of broke. If you don't use Grammarly, you should get Grammarly. No, I'm just kidding. I get so sick of those ads. Oh my god. They come up way too much. But that's that's raw though. And then you end up in a grad school journalism class. Yeah, journalism's raw. It's not like I because when you're a student, you need to read all your rights as students because I could just I went to city hall three times a week and just enter press conferences and I'd be like I'm a student journalist. Mm-hmm. This is for my school paper. They let you in no fee. Any museum you want to go to, like the MoMA in New York, which is normally a forty dollars entrance fee, I'm mm-hmm. student journalist. Let you yeah. in for free. Like those are your rights no as a way. student. That's wrong. Anywhere you want to go, like if yeah. they demand money, give them a quarter. That's what my professor told me, and it works. And really? yeah, because it's just like you. You're okay, I got you. And I got it's to go to press conferences about the new mayor of New York. I could go to homeless shelter press conferences, things about the government. I was next to CNN cameras, mm. and I got to ask questions. Have you thought about politics? Yes. As in involving yourself. Because you have the yeah. complete energy, um, I would say enthusiasm, of yeah. a promoter or a candidate. And like a lack of a ego. I think you would be down to like work your way up the system. Well, well you've got the principles, right? Yeah. You've got a moral backbone. You've got I values. I would even do law. What? I would be an attorney for someone. Well, that's the, that's the jumping off point. I think right? you could do that. Or you could go business. Or you could go both, right? But I have no mind changing career path. Like, I can do a little bit of everything. I'm so dumb. That that was going to be my second question. Is like, is there a trajectory that you see right now? Right. That's like, for me, I have a clear defined, I know exactly what I want to do. Like, I, I want to make money with my camera, like, with a team. Like, I know I have a, I have a, like, a set path that I'm about to, like, start embarking on. Is there one of those for you? Yes, or is it just yeah. like, is it like a world of possibilities? Is yeah. it like a tree for or you? Are you just going to jump into it and wait for the first thing to grab on you and then roll with that? Well, when I was reading the descriptions of marketing at my college. Purdue? Yes. And it was talking about math and calculus and finance and accounting. I was like, then I don't want to do marketing. Mm-hmm. That means I'm going to be counting numbers and bullshit. No. But... And then I read, like, um, communications and public relations and advertising. Like, that's more my speed because that's more creative. And, like, I love writing. It makes me feel powerful. It makes me feel creative. And um, 
I think writing and business go hand in hand because you need they proper to. journalism to market and you need proper business to market your writing. And I would do writing and business. I would publish books. I would do law. I would do anything. If, as long as I'm happy and as long as I feel confident and powerful with what I'm doing every day. Fair enough. You gotta get, you gotta get on the blogging grind. I used to have a blog. I think Just do a, it. I think that that's a saturated market. It always there. It's all saturated. Yeah, it's true. So but but, but that's, that's what she was saying. She's gonna stand out, right? Diversify your portfolio. Diversify yourself with different skills. You'd be the first. Um, and you here's know, another thing that kind of withheld me from publishing my book. Do people read anymore? Yes, people do read. Yeah. Like I think people are starting to read more. I think people are starting to read more. There's there's the books have not gone out yet, and also the audiobook market has skyrocketed. Um, yeah. So, but people like if you ever need an audiobook reader, I'd be happy to be the voice. Thank I'm you. just kidding. I'm I just feel sure. like people are getting dumber. And it's I don't think it's that fault. I think our education system's rigged because it's so old and now we have technology to Do you think that's the reason? It? You think that's the reason? I, I think you can it. say people are dumber. Yeah, so I wouldn't say that, but if you are saying that, is it because of the school system? I think the school system is outdated. And I think now that the career paths are different than what the school system used to train us for, they need to adapt to it. Because now, the big careers are like entrepreneurs to make the new thing, and STEM to people to build the machines to make the new thing. But that's not it. No, no, I think think that's its own subculture now. I I don't think that's the main thing. I think people are still stuck in the like. Exactly. But I also think... school scholar. No, and, and here's the thing. That's the okay. Thing. I, right, exactly. Yeah. We, we need, need that yeah. far more, far yeah. more than we need entrepreneurs, True. in my opinion. Because that's, I mean, this is, that's everyone, right? We're talking about like, the minority and the majority. And just because we're in the minority or, you know, whatever, yeah. maybe we're not. But just because we acknowledge that it exists does not mean that we can discount or bash or put down the majority, which is literally most, mostly everyone. Right, so a good friend of mine is not going to college next year, is going probably to trade school, is going to focus on an apprenticeship, is going to learn a craft, and then is planning on, on having a very lucrative career because he will be a skilled worker. And skilled workers, like you know something, like a, something you do with your hands. Yeah. So carpentry or, or something along those lines. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that still exists, and we still need those people. Yeah, that's you know, true. Far more than I think entrepreneurs care to admit, or young entrepreneurs care to admit. No. Yeah, no, I used to be in this, like, denial, like, society has it wrong, like, yeah. what, this, like, everyone, like, the system is doing everyone bad, and then Josh and I had a conversation, he was like, dude, people, if people won't be doctors and lawyers and, like, without school, dude, and, like, it, we, there's pe- that, that's still, like, no, I agree with that. It just needs to be, like, but changed I think a little, I think. that eight periods a day, that shit's the cool. whole... Like, the only way to prove that you know something through filling out bubbles or solving it, like, I feel like that could be changed for the better. And that's kind of the more point. Yeah, like, we gotta get away from standardized testing and, like, start building real portfolios. Because I understand that standardized test is, like, everyone gets the same question and it's, like, a, like a basic white thing. Sure. but it's not even a common denominator. How did you do on the Terribly. SAT? I did ACT. Fine. I did Terrible. I did very average. That's interesting. I didn't really care about it. What's average? Like I don't know. Like I think between eleven and twelve hundred is average. I think above twelve hundred is where it's good. Okay. And then I did like medium to bad, but like I'm not a test taker. 
but I don't really care. I have tremendous grades. I have a 3.9 GPA. And like, um, yeah, no, through like AP and honors classes and also being um, a learning disabled student up until freshman year, having to take speech literacy support, math support, reading support, all those things. Speech support? Yeah, I used to have a lisp. And I was in speech you classes. You a lisp? Really bad. I had to get tongue surgery. Wow. Did you have that? I had a, you know how tied tongue is? It's mine is twice as thick and goes to the tip. I couldn't stick out my tongue. Like, I feel like I can't that much. <laughs> That's it? That's it. That's crazy. <laughs> and, um, so, like, I had a really bad lisp, and then, like, it got snipped, and I was able to speak. But, like, that was, like, one of my college stories. Like, I had to, like, beg my teachers to put me in honors. They're like, you can't handle it. And I had to beg to be in honors classes because I wanted to be competitive. But, so like, See, that, doesn't that say, that just says so much about a person, though. You know, like, pushing to be put in a higher level despite what, you know, other adults have said about you. But, like, my, yeah. you, like, my transcript is, like, freshman year, like, literacy support, all non-honors. Like, right. sophomore year, I took my first honors class. Junior year was all AP and honors. This year, I'm in all AP. For me, it was, like, no honors. Dream right there. Freshman year, no honors. Sophomore year, honors, AP's junior year. One honors senior year, like yeah. no senior year has been. My thing is just like school for me. Like I think there is value in like taking it seriously. Like even if you're like an entrepreneur and you don't think school is the most important thing, but like I'm just so like like not present at school. Like I don't like care about like there's no drive for it. Well, I'm I've so obsessed with like making videos and taking photos and like that like literally all week I'm sitting in math class like well like thinking about what I want to be doing. Year, like during classes like that's all I would do is like I would edit websites I do this I'd email people I don't pay attention during school right. I fail all my tests but I still have all A's because I manipulate the system like she reads between the lines that's all my sky words ever since freshman year my and even in middle school my parents see this and they don't care because I still have the good grades is like and the just, test average is like zero. He's naturally smart. He's like the kind of kid that pulls up the test. does fine. Like doesn't study, taker. only plays video games, but like pulls up, gets a thirty-four. But I'm talking about uh, Mr. Vito. My father? Yeah. Does no, he care about grades? Um, of course, like as a parent, they want me to like not get all C's, but because I'm too much of a tryhard, and then I don't sleep because of it, they would rather have me sleep. So Be they, healthy and happy. Yeah. They're yeah. like, um, we prefer you to not, and I'm like. How much coffee do you drink per day? Last week was a really bad week, and I had six to eight espressos a day. Jeez, we're fucking wheeze. Oh my god. Yeah. I see. I think it's bad when I have a venti, but oh my goodness. I no, you, how are you alive? Show, show that cup, Josh. That's a lot for you. No, it's not. Really? Not not now. I'll have like. Okay. I, okay. At least a few months ago, I feel like that. Dude, this you would have freaked out about that. I feel. Yesterday what? I had six yeah. espressos. On average, I have like every day I have four, and then sometimes an iced tea. Wow, Yo, you're Sydney, a machine. It's 11.45. Here, I'll just text my writing company. Okay. Well, um, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying you gotta go. I'm just, no, it's okay. I was just reminding you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, um, wait, okay, so here's something I thought about. You know how, like, if you're in a creative writing class and you have a, imagine you have a whole period to write about whatever you want. Like, literally whatever you want. The teacher will always put a prompt on the board. Yeah. And that's for the kids who can't think of anything, so they don't have an excuse not to write. They say, okay, you need to write, let's say, you know, try to get to three pages, but you can write about literally whatever you want. For anyone who can't think of anything, here's a prompt. 
I kind of see school or the traditional school system for you guys, you guys, similarly, right? It's okay if you don't want to participate in the standard way as long as you're working on your own thing, right? So the prompt represents mm -hmm. the standard school system. You go to class, you pay attention to class, you do your homework, you pass the test. That's the prompt. But you guys can be creative writers, right? Go off and do your own thing, but you're sort of working towards a comparable goal, which is you know being financially successful and, and yeah. making some sort of positive impact on uh, yeah. more than just yourself. I completely agree with that. You know what I mean? And that's but that's just for you guys. Obviously for me it's a little bit different and for everyone else it's a little bit different. Yeah. But do you guys kind of see it that way? A little bit because like as much as I do rebel against the school school system, I still abide by it. You, yeah, still, that's I yeah, that's the where we differ. Like I still have like I have grades I brag about because I'm proud of them, but like I still fail the test. I just do every extra credit opportunity ever given, every test correction, every homework assignment. Every time, like, I'm very nice to teachers. I'm very honest with them about what I yeah. do. Like, do you, have you guys ever had the economics teacher at our school? Mm -hmm. You know how he's, at the beginning of the year, he's like, I will not change your grade. Yeah. He did it. He changed your grade? He changed my grade, and I didn't even ask. Bruh. I did not even ask. What, did you bring but flowers and chocolates or something? I didn't even mention it, because I didn't know if I was supposed to. But All right, so just... But it's because I've talked with him about... I'm like, yeah, it's been a bad week. I woke up at 5 a.m. every day, and then after school, I've been at work at 10 p.m. And I'm like, but, and also, I do every homework assignment to the fullest extent. The day he gives us back the quizzes, we're allowed to make corrections. I give the corrections back in the same day. I've done every correction ever. I've done every homework ever. And, like, he sees that I try. And he, and I've told him, like, I can't take tests. I'm like, I have crippling anxiety, and I will sweat. And I don't sleep enough to absorb the information, so I don't remember anything. Yeah, that's a thing. The, wow. the more when you sleep is when your brain like starts bookshelving yeah, yeah. information and when you don't sleep that's well uh, my parents paid happen, for Huntington yeah. and my Huntington t teachers told they're like your daughter would do so much better on the tests if she didn't have so much going on because her brain can't slow down to focus on the test because she has so much other stuff going on that she, it's un like she can't man you know you I saw this movie called Molly's Game. I didn't expect it to be good. It was raw. Have you seen it? So good. It's about it. So I think it's Jessica Chastain in it. I haven't seen really, it. I, I mean, I loved it, and I love good movies. It was amazing. She like basically is is raised as this crazy overachiever because her father's like a narcissistic, you know, piece of work. Wow. Um, See that? But there's two ways. That and then, my dad's but then, it's yeah. so good. It's a great movie. It's oh, so I want to talk to your dad about it. He, so she ends up um, like running poker games. And it's, it's a, well, yeah, it becomes really, really illegal eventually. At first, it's legal. She, like, loopholes it, just like you would. Um, but then it gets illegal as it just, it grows and grows. But anyway, um, that's you. That's you. Like, you would do that. Not not that you'd become a criminal, but, like, that mindset of, like, um, by all, of, by all of, means of, type of thing. Literally, like, just doing it your way, right? And, um, oh, man, such no, a great No, my dad movie. even told me that. He's like, this is you. And I'm like. Really? Yeah, Check. yeah. Well, at the very least, like that's your personality type. Yeah. Yeah. Have you taken any personality tests? Like the, I'm not talking about the fucking like, Buzzfeed ones. I mean, oh like, yeah. Like, Myers Briggs. See, my favorite is um, it's called the Enneagram, and there's nine types. Uh, I find that it's far more comprehensive. Is it the one that it's like strategic good? No, it's not that. It so there's nine types. Um, 
I haven't taken the official one. I've taken kind of like a bootleg one, but then based off of that result, I was able to confirm that that's absolutely myself. And um, it's actually, it's like really cool. I want to, I want to take that. You should. Yeah. You can, you can pay for the real one. It's not super. It's pretty cheap. How long does it take to take? Um, less than an hour. Less a whole hour. Less than an but hour. But it's like real. It's like, real. No, and it's yeah. it's really helpful. And if you answer honestly, it's it's really helpful because so what, what it does, does it, tell it tells. So. Um, the most valuable part for me is it tells you your basic fear and your basic desire. And with the, those two pieces of information, it explains so much about your behavior. So for example, I'm a type three personality. The type three personality has a you know, whole slew of names. Um, one of them is the achiever, but I prefer the, the performer is the type of three that yeah. I am. Um, the basic fear is like of being worthless and being um, like uh, not alone, but like being worthless to other people. And then the basic desire is to, to be like for basically for people to like you, to be so good that people like you. So you're validated by other people's um, perception of you based on your own achievement. Um, and then the other cool thing, and it's, it's way deeper than that. That's just, you know. Yeah. The elevator pitch but there's there's not it gives levels of um, integration mm -hmm. where integration is um, you know as good as it can get and disintegration is as bad as it can get and all the different levels so from good to average to bad so at the highest level of integration which is great that's the three is like someone who is you know um, you know very good to other people and, and it's basically just all of them are the same they're really they're really good people Every type, when fully integrated, is awesome and does their job well and has a positive impact on the world around them. The interesting thing is the most disintegrated three, it, it, like every uh, type at the most disintegrated state is pathological, is like outwardly destructive to the world. So the disintegrated three at the lowest level brings other people down, corresponds with narcissistic personality disorder, wow. is, uh, is, is, absolutely malevolent like evil um, and and seeks to destroy other people so it's really interesting when you take it because you get all of this information um, it's really cool it's really cool and it, it doesn't the interesting thing is it doesn't define you like it doesn't you don't see it and it's like oh okay this is who I am on the contrary it, it shows you sort of maybe something you've been missing for a little bit like a little piece of information where you go oh yeah that makes so much sense that's why I did that you know, or that's why I like that, or yeah, that. You're makes, a dude. You could be a psychologist. I might be. You, that yeah. would be cool. You, you're like, I, your brain is like there. You should read. I always say this: The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell. Great book. Have you read it? I have. Who? What type of the three people do you think you are? The Connector, or Marvin, and what's the other one? I don't remember the last one. Let me look it up. We read it. I was like seventh grade. We read it in. We had like a class called Integrated Studies. Mm -hmm. Seventh grade. Yeah. Part of it, our teacher read to us. Um, I dude, I didn't get it at the time, but it's a really interesting book. Well, what it talks about is there are three types of people in the world, and that's how they make the world go round. A connector, a Marvin, or a salesman. I'm a connector, and it, um, it's just people specialists. And basically, yeah. I find people with different talents, and I bring them together, or different people like friends, or whatever yeah. it has to be, and sure. I just... Bring those people together. What's the What's the Marvin? Um, Marvin? Marvin's are information specialists. 
They're the ones who tell connectors about what's hot. They always have the newest inside scoops on gadgets and specials. The upside of Marvin's is that they are is that they amass a vast store of knowledge and are eager to share it with others. The downside is that Marvin's can sometimes be a bit geeky and awkward around people. What's the salesman? Um, Marvins want to educate, not sell. They take a delight in finding out special deals that will save sure. them money and blah, blah, blah. Salesmen are charismatic. They are able to build instant um, R-A-P-P-O-R-T rapport. What is it? R-A-P-P-O-R-T. Rapport. Yeah. Um, with another person and gain their trust. I'm not my glasses, which is an issue. That salesmen are able to build reports and that implement and tune others, but there's an also an other dimension. Others, oh, thank you, Dad. Um, <laughs> Others find it easy to tune in with emotions of salesmen. Gladwell explains that there are some people very good at expressing emotions. What happened? Oh, well, like, you get the point. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Well, I Jake, know I'm a connector. You're a connector, yeah, that makes sense. Jake, what do you think you are? Hi, Marvin. Really? I would think you're a salesman. I don't know. I, don't know. I definitely see you as a connector as well, though. Me? I think, it, like, a connector is too. my father... Mr. Hostrazer, me. True. Actually, no, I don't. I, 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 you might be a Marvin, yeah. Because you're, you're, you, you, um, I think you're a Marvin. I think I'm a, like, well, when she said information specialist. Yeah, dude, because like, you. Because I like to just, like, you dive focus in. on yeah, one thing. Right, yeah, right, exactly. You dive in, you specialize, right? Yeah. And you, and you immediately are, like, starving for information yeah. and growth in that area. That, see, that's, that's why I, school doesn't work for me is because when I want to learn about something, that's, as, maybe to my dismay, but it's just uh, the only thing I want to get information about and I can't, like, not think about it, you know. I'm like in a, like, like you know how when you start dating someone, you're in the honeymoon phase, and they're the only thing that's on your mind. Like you want to be around them all the time. Like that's how I get about like topics, but like Me for too. long times. Like I was like that with fitness. Like I was so hyper obsessed with it, and now that's what it is with like cameras and video. Do you think that you can do that with more than one thing? Cause last year that was my thing. I only ever thought about Yolobi all yeah. day long. I but now yeah. I was able to what spread Yolobi? The Husky Community Network. It's like oh, LinkedIn yeah. for kids. And now like I oh. brought in and then over the summer, that was a really interesting time for me because I was able I literally I was in a new world where nothing like that mattered here mattered to me there yeah. which was allowed me to be an adult for two months which mm -hmm. was really special yeah and i figured out how to like become hyper obsessed with more than one thing at once i, I became hyper obsessed with new york my dream i became hyper obsessed with okay uh, but are you really writing, hyper let's be careful running, with the term hyper obsessed right hyper obsessed yeah, that's in my mind is indicates thing. a problem if you're hyper yeah. obsessed that's too extreme that, that's fair put together i think that should indicate a problematic um, sub ideal situation. Psychologist. True. Um, Dude, okay, I need your advice on this. I Should like, I be going into psych? Why not? What? Okay, Josh, when you're bored, what do you wish you were doing? Like when you That's when you're the title of a book. when you're alone, what that is that yeah. When you're alone, what like do you automatically go do? Hey, that's my book right there. Yeah, wait, let's be careful. It's my Intellectual book. property. 
Okay. Um, well, so, so currently I'm... I'm no writer. I don't know, man. You watch like Game for, of Thrones. For me, it's I like I go watch YouTube, and typically it's like... Okay, yeah, so I'll, I will so literally like, watch Jordan Peterson videos. Okay. So, like, yeah, like, what are you... But, what, do, what are you... But like, it, if... What's the magnet here's that the thing. you get attracted to? Like, my dream job... Yeah, just describe exactly... Is... is centers around um like a, a a form of performing um so i get like as a as a paid speaker that is has been my dream job right um for years now now the subject of speech right or my brand or whatever one might choose to call it that's that's less important to me mm-hmm. than the performance aspect mm-hmm. if that makes sense do you think that there's a way to combine it I do, and that's why I'm going into the major I'm going into, because I do believe there's a way to combine it, and I plan on doing that. Do you think, because, like, what if you give TED Talks about psychology? Like, well, wouldn't that be kind of cool? Yeah, yeah, it would be a little bit more um, uh, more of a niche than that, but, but exactly, uh, that's the dream. Um, but then it's also, like, what's out, what seems like a really easy route and, like, comfortable, but it's not easy. It, the fact that it's easy is an illusion. It's not easy. It's extremely competitive and extremely difficult. Is to basically just study psych, um, go to grad school, get a doctorate, and then become uh, a professor at a research institute, and then teach and perform research. And I, that sounds so dope. Um, that appeals to the only part of my brain that could be conceived as or perceived as academic, right? That's the only academic part of my brain. I want to study psych, teach it, learn about it, perform research, create change in the field. Would you ever want to talk to a psychic? A psychic? It's a, it's a whole different thing. That I I have not thought about talking to a I psychic. I mean, what, to learn when I thought I wanted to be a oh, artist, oh, to figure out what I should do. Yeah, so I oh, was okay. talking to her, and it was the first time I saw this psychic. Met her on accident. I did not seek her out. Mm-hmm. But now I do because everything she said was real. Dude, that she's an illusionist. Hear me out. So I first went. She had me too at the beginning. I don't really buy into it anymore. So I can tell you the whole story of like what she told me past, present, future. That's boring. No one really cares. But I, like I thought I was gonna be a makeup artist, and I all I cared about was makeup. I would watch makeup videos all day. I put makeup on myself all day. I put makeup on other people all day, and that's all I would think about. But then I also took my first business class, and that's when I felt strong and powerful and whatever. Right. So. And psychic told you I talked to her. I was like, hey, I have two certain career paths right now. What do you think is going to happen? And then she just told me this story. And then remember how I told you how I want to work my way up into the business world? She told me that. She said, I see you working at a place with black and white tile floors. And you're going to win an award for being the youngest of something. And I want to know what that's going to be. She's like, I see you speaking in front of big crowds. And she's like, I see you working for a company building your way up and then starting your own and you're going to be the youngest person to do something with that company. Have you ever considered the possibility that she knew exactly what you wanted to hear, told you that, no. and then motivated you to make that idea And let real? me tell you why. It was at a birthday party with a bunch of kids. We were all going in at random, no order. I didn't even tell her my name. Are you here to flat earthers? I don't believe in the flat earth. No, 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 but hold on. Hear me out. This, you're speaking to one of them. I'm just kidding. No, I don't. But 
this is an ex- that's an extreme example of someone who will not change their mind about something. Yeah. No matter what like what arguments you throw their way. Yeah. I think. And don't take this the wrong way. No, I just think okay. you're like completely like want to believe that, and which is fine. Here's it's, the thing: psychics. Are, yeah. That is that is one of the most amazing, um, like abilities to be able to. Because they're magicians. They're illusions. I think there's some like. There's I some, some type of, of it, talent. They're not psych. Do, no, I, some of it I kind of believe, and then some of it it's like what my mom told me is because every time I've gone for her, it's been for free. Like, cause some of that stuff she has told me is true. And my mom took her to a work thing and she told some of the work people stuff that was true and made people cry and like weird stuff like that. But, um, part of it is just like positive reassurance that like, right, exactly. you are doing what you need to do. Right. Except, cause like, they make you, has, has anyone gone to a psychic and been told something they don't want to hear? Yeah, yeah. You're going to have three children and they're all going to die. That happens in Game of Thrones. They, my friends, all the friends that went to the psychic that day, like, they all were told something they didn't want to hear. Like, one of my friends was told that, like, her brother's gonna die, because, like, another friend was told that she's gonna move and that her parents are gonna divorce. That sucks. Like, all this stuff. If that stuff happens... Call you? Please do. No, like, immediately, and I will go with you to a psychic, and, and... She told me last time I went there... Um, the colors gold, then purple, and then she told me all this stuff, and it came true so quick because I was so determined, like I'm gonna go to New York University, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. But and my you sadly seventy five thousand dollars, seventy five hundred dollars. Yeah. And I'm like, um, and then I didn't. I hated Purdue at first. I was like, I could never go there. But Purdue's a color gold, and I see myself going to NYU for grad school or even graduating there. But she told me all this stuff that came true so quick, and then she told me I was speaking in front of crowds, and then. I found myself recently speaking at events in the city, hosting events, and just speaking in front of crowds, like more this year than I have ever before. And right. Like, and that just Had you thought crazy. about doing that before you saw no. itself? So she put the idea in your head and you made it a reality. I mean, I guess, but some of them was just like, I did them uh, to do. That's all. You should send her a bouquet. And Mr. Potts for raising my yeah. grade. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, if. That's what you want to... Last thing. Last thing. Buy into College next year. What are you most excited for? I'm very excited to be going to Columbia College, Chicago, (laughs) um, (laughs) to study comedy writing and performance, probably, or acting. Currently set to be an acting major, Um, but it'll probably change. Because our comedy program is, like, nationally acclaimed, and it's the number one school for aspiring comedians. So... Rather be in, you know, the nationally acclaimed major than the all the right comedy kind of lines up with that performing. Right, and that goes back to what you were saying. Is there a way to combine them? Uh, there better fucking be. Um, you know, the psych and the comedy. I figured out a way to combine writing and, I mean, business and journalism. Facts. I am very excited, and I think you are too, and I think you are too, about the independent creative potentials that we're going to achieve during the college years that we are absolutely not capable of doing in the high school setting. I'm excited to take advantage of a billion dollar school's resources, opportunities, Facts. and um, overall just knowledge, like people. Yeah, like for me, um, UIC is a research one institute, which it means is. like 
they're they're in a very high class of like research. Yes. Which a lot, I mean, a lot of colleges do research. It, it, so it's, I think it's got to be like their number one bragging point. Well, I mean, they they spend. I think it's like 380 million on research mm -hmm. every year, which is yeah, like yeah. how you get classified as a research one university. And I'm like gonna try to find ways to tap into that money so I can do have bigger budgets for like projects I want to do. do. You could film people's research projects and film someone yeah. discovering something, or you yeah. could even film yourself researching something. And like not by research, like let's find a new cell in this bacteria, but like what would happen if this Chicagoan did? That's a form of research. I was literally thinking, like, can I make a documentary and classify it as research and get you guys to fund it? Like, would that, like, I was asking people that, that... Documentaries are just research with cool music in the background. That goes in the book. That's a good line. Yeah. Good lenses. Yeah. Utilizing resources. Utilizing, meeting, connecting myself with experts. Yeah. Because I don't know any. I do kind of wish you were going to Columbia, though. I know. I think you said that every podcast, Josh. Yeah, and I'm gonna keep saying it. But there's so till we graduate. It's not like you guys are like cross country. You are so insane. No, dude, I will. No, trust I know. Me, I'm, I'll I'll be at Columbia. Right. Well, You'll it's not about that. It's just like a lot of the a lot of the things you say are like I feel like more affiliated with the Columbia philosophy. I know, but I feel like I belong at UIC. Like, Can't argue with that. My no. talents. I'm taking my talents Hello? to UIC. Alright, I'll be right out. Alright. This is staying in, by the way. Yeah. 100%. Thank you, I'll be right out. Um, alright, I think that's good. Are we good? Sydney, do you have any last questions for us? Thank you for having me. I had a lot more fun than I expected. Really? What were you excited about in college? You didn't answer that. She did. did I she? did. Alright, one more answer. Let's get... I'm excited to put myself in a situation that I've never been before. I think... I know I love the city, and I know I'm being New York, so... And I know I hate... Suburbia cornfield. I'm putting myself in there to be uncomfortable and to see something new. That's a whole different type of dedication. Josh, three sentences. What are you excited for? Three sentences. Yeah. What are you excited for? Well, freshman I, okay. 15. All right, all right. Facts. Hopefully, the huh? freshman 15 will. The freshman 15 is either weight gain or weight loss. I'm hoping for the weight loss. I'm hoping for the weight gain in uh, lean muscle, but probably not gonna happen. <laughs> I'm um, most excited to just really work my ass off um honestly facts guys. like I, i'm just so hyped to do it um and and take what i've been building this last year and the year before that just to a whole new level um it's gonna be awesome and with that i'm gonna say mine yeah Dude, didn't we just answer the question? Yeah, but I feel like it was unclear. I still i didn't All right. i didn't get any you ever just answer a yeah. question twice in yeah. order okay here we go um Connecting with people. Nice. Um, making hella money. And okay. um, expanding my video production company. That's what, That's, That's why I'm going to college. Awesome. To, to do things that have nothing to do with education. Love it. All right. This has been the initiative, Sydney Class. Thank you. Thank you for, Thank coming. You for coming. I feel inspired. Hey, this is literally documentation yeah. of... Yeah. Let, we'll right. look back on this in 20 years when we're all... Living our dreams, whatever that may be. Wow. Yeah. That'll be. Imagine looking like, on this, this is literally and we're all failures. No, we won't. <laughs> no. 
Let me just see this. That's Cindy's in the room. So there will at least be a 33% success rate. And then you can put both of us on. Yeah, we'll figure it out. As long as we're connected to Sydney. All right. All right. Consider it appreciated. This was one of my favorites. Yeah, I stayed quiet, but I... No, you didn't. You contributed. Yeah, well, I contributed, but I was like... I was kind of intimidated, honestly. You know About what? what? We don't need to dissect it all right now. Yeah. Um, all right, yeah, great episode. Yep. I'm going to stop these cameras. Yeah, beautiful. Damn.